Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between and beyond, welcome to another episode of Dr. Fix Me. Hello, I am your host, Dr. Elias Fix Me at your service, and if this is the first time you're listening to the show, welcome. I really appreciate you being here. And for the rest of you fixer-uppers, you know how this intro goes. All I'm trying to do is help this world out, one person, one issue at a time, which is why I have a doctorate in radio and television broadcasting, with a specialization in tabloid talk shows. Now you may wonder, why would anyone study tabloid talk shows? Well, that's because my heroes are the likes of Jerry Springer, Maury Povich, Sally Jesse Raphael, Ricky Lake, Steve Wilkos, who spun off from Jerry Springer, we've got uh, Dr. Phil, uh, Phil Donahue, Dr. Oz, even Oprah, because they spent their careers helping people. Each new episode of their show, they would transform the lives of someone new. And I thought to myself, well, hey, why can't I do that? So that's why I have uh, my podcast and the, the power of the internet and this amazing program called Zoom and my wonderful team of producers who connect me with people all over the world to learn who they are, what ails them, and how I may be able to help them. And on today's show, my, my producers have, uh, well, d- for the listener out there, my producers have booked this show. I don't know who is going to uh, arrive. I don't know who I'm going to meet. I don't know uh, what uh, ails them, and I don't even know if I'll be able to help them. Fixing them is not a guarantee today. But what is a guarantee is uh, meeting them, hearing them out, and seeing if I'm fit to uh, fix them after all. And with that said, I'd like to bring on our first guest. My producers have handed me a card here that says, Louis Lang, a plucky reporter... Uh, here to accuse someone. Oh, well, I wonder uh, what what makes him plucky and who he has to accuse and what he's accused them of. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so well, with that, uh, without any further ado, let's bring on our first guest, Louis Lang. Hello, Louis Lang. Hello, Mr. Bill Bixby. Thank you for having me on your radio trope. Of course, of course. Now, did you call me Bill Bixby? Yes. Oh, uh, no, I'm, I'm Dr. Fix Me. I see. W- were you expecting someone else? I, I I'll let you call yourself what what was it, Doctor Fix Me? Yes, Doctor Fix Me. I, I as well okay. as this show are called Doctor Fix Me. Uh, you you don't seem convinced. You seem to be uh, uh, as if like uh, 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 that you 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 believe that I'm. Uh, do you think that I'm uh, lying to you? I am a skeptical man. A man of truth. Oh, I see. I am a journalist. You are a plucky I'm a reporter. Muckraker. You, uh, a muckraker. Yes, I, I'm I can a tell. I, and I imagine that's probably part of the the journalism, uh, maybe not code, but just a personality. Is that you don't take things on its face value. You're an I'm investigator, inquisitive. very inquisitive. Okay, Louis, I, yes. I can respect that. I can uh, respect a, a healthy uh, sense of skepticism, uh, uh, Louis. And so, well, with that, uh, I want to know what, uh, who are you here to accuse, and what are you accusing them of? I'm here to state, as it is an actual fact, that my coworker. Mild-mannered Clara Katz is no other than the Star Woman, the woman from space. Wait, you you think your co-worker, whose name is Clara Kant? Clara Kant. Clara Kant, and that she's uh, uh, an alien? Yes, from oh. space. From, uh, well, okay, an alien from space. So uh, 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 it, it sounds like you're accusing someone of... Uh, it, it, no, is it, this sounds like... Are, are they... How do you know that they are an alien? Is, you mean like an alien, like a like a Area Fifty One green alien with tentacles? That or or what 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 are you talking about here? Mr. A Lane? human, a humanoid bipedal alien walking among us, saving our lives from Nazis and commies and mad scientists and tanks and aliens that are 
Oh, less shapely and attractive. Wait, are, 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 are you are you saying that this person is a superhero? This, yes. this Clara Kent is in fact, and you you said that their 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 other identity was what? Star Woman, the woman from space. Star Woman, the woman from space. Okay, I, all right, and and that's a bold accusation. One, I I mean, I've I've known of superheroes in in movies and in, in uh, you know comic books, but never in real life. Uh, Mr. Lang, what what uh, I guess what on what grounds do you base this accusation? Well, I've noticed they're the same heights. Is that is that it? That's it. Just, just the same height. What You're... more do you need? Well, I feel like maybe uh, features. Do that. I mean, do, what, what, how would you describe a, a star woman, woman from space? Five foot six point seven. Five. What are the odds, man? Did you say five point six point seven? Yes. Oh, okay. I what, is that a metric? Oh, oh, metric. Okay, I'm familiar with with inches and feet. I'm not not too familiar with uh, centimeters and millimeters or, or, or meters for that matter. So five point six point seven. What 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 would be the unit of measurement there? Is that are, are we talking kilometers? Kilometers. You mean kilometers? Yes. I believe that's like a that's a measurement of distance, not so much height. That's oh, oh that, she would be huge. Yes, she would crush yeah. us all. Okay, kilometers was worth a Y. Oh oh oh, like Kylo Ren. Yes. Okay, Kylo meters. Okay. No, oh, I really need to catch up on the on this metric system. Uh so uh Mr. Lang, you 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 clearly you're basing this accusation simply on on height. Why, why don't you see that that's that's like a little um that's a feeble uh, one that's a huge accusation to accuse someone of not only being an alien but a superhero alien who's trying to I imagine they have a secret identity for a reason, but you you want to expose them and your only basis is they have the same height? I've also done a number of tests. Well, please uh, tell okay. me why. why uh, that's precisely what I'm asking. What have got? What 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 have these tests proven to you? Like what and what kind of tests? Well, the coworkers. So in front of everyone, I go jacuzzi. You oh. a star woman? You, you publicly ac- you publicly accused her. Yes. Oh my goodness! Berating uh, her. When did this happen? When did you accuse her? About eleven months ago. A- eleven months ago. Yes. Oh, okay. So it's been nigh a year since you accused her publicly. Uh, can you tell? Uh, take me oh, back no, to the time. I haven't stopped. Oh, you haven't. Oh, I have I... not stopped. I've oh, just how often are you? Mile. How are you? How often do you accuse her? And is it always publicly? You yes, mostly publicly. Oh, and uh, how is she? How did she respond when she when you initially accused her? And 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 has it been the same response every time? It's mostly non-committal. Just huh? Oh, it's it's I almost as if go... she is very dismissive of you. Yes. Do you communicate with her in any other form or fashion other than accusing her? Uh, I used because uh, I gotta say, as a coworker, that seems like a very um cruel way to work with someone is to like you know every time you see them or are near them, you accuse them. I I use a pejorative. You, you use a... liar. You filthy liar! You're giving me the hi hats. You're selling me a woken wooden nickel. Wow, Louis! I'll kill I... you. Oh, I'll kill your parents! You've said this to her. Yes, that's Louis, she's unfazed. This sounds like a woman from space. Okay, you think because she's d- dismissing you and ignoring these these clear threats that she's somehow uh, inhuman? I feel like what you're doing, you're like crossing a serious HR boundary. I feel like uh, Louis, you might be you might be an awful coworker. I mean, I don't mean to accuse you, but I'm I'm saying like all all signs point to it in that direction. Awful coworker. 
Peabody winning journalist. Oh, Peabody. Okay. Yes. And and, and uh, well, let me ask you. Well, yeah, what are your credentials? Would you get your Peabody in? I wrote a story about the Lusitania having never sank. It was an inside job. Oh. And people thought it was satire. So I have oh. a Peabody. Oh, I see. So the Peabody, the people who issued the Peabody Award thought you were being satirical? They thought it was a comedy piece? Yes, I'll oh. take it. <laughs> okay, even though you were being absolutely sincere, you were not insulted by this comedy award. It's a seat woman for my Pulitzer. Oh, wait, you have a Pulitzer? Oh, you don't have a Pulitzer yet. Not yet. I, I, I see what you're saying. Seat warmer. It took me a moment to, to process what you had said. Um, uh, I, I For a moment, I thought you had a Pulitzer and also something to warm its seat when it wasn't using it. But I, I, I okay. see what you're saying. Uh, uh, yes. The knife is in. You just leave it there. <laughs> so, Mr. Lang, you, wh- why are you coming to me with this uh, issue? I mean, if you've already accused her publicly, what? Wh- how can I help you? Well, I've ran other tests. I've thrown uh, forks at her, spoons. You've thrown things at her? You've attacked her? With cutlery? Pushed her out a win- pushed her out of a window? You what? Where? Where did you push her out of a window? It was the second story. Of what of where you work? Of or an apartment of her home? building. Of an apartment, apartment building. It, it was my apartment. I knew there were some bushes down below. And what, I said what tuck happened? and roll. You said tuck and roll? Yes. Why would you say if she you was a superhero, it. would she need to tuck and roll? Or or like how did, let me ask you this. How did that play out? You pushed her out of the window, then what happened? She didn't tuck and roll. She didn't tuck and roll. What did she do? She broke an arm and a leg. She broke her arm. God. Allegedly. This does not. What do you mean allegedly? Why are you saying allegedly? You were there. Well, a woman from space cannot break her bones from just falling out of a second story window. I feel like that proves that she's not a superhero. Louis, I, th- I fear that you might be delusional. <laughs> uh, delusional? Yeah, I feel like you might be more than just a, a plucky reporter. I think you might just be a, a delusional uh, um, uh, conspiracy theorist. You thought the Lusitania didn't sink? Yeah. <laughs> can you can you show me a picture of said Lusitania at the bottom of the ocean? No one can. No, I no, I I can't provide that. Okay, I I, I try well, to I, disprove a negative. I I guess I don't know. How do you disprove a negative? I I can't. I can't. No, oh, I see. Well, Mr. Lang, uh, and, uh, so you you're, you think that I'll be some sort of test? To, uh, uh, how so? I don't understand. Like, like, let's say this episode goes the way that you want it. How does that look for you, Mr. Lang? At the end of this episode, what do you want? Well, I want to prove that she is Star Woman and that I am a plucky, intrepid reporter and that she will be very impressed with me and we will go to the World's Fair and ride bumper cars. Bumper cars? And yes. Okay. And then the sun will set. And she'll say, I'm from there. And I'll say, what, the sun? And she'll say, yes. Louis, uh, Mr. Lang, it sounds as if not only do you want to be uh, like acknowledged for being right, but it, it's, it sounds like you, you, you desire a, a romantic connection with, the, with this uh, uh, accused star woman, this Clara Kant. If, if you say so, I, it I'm married like you, to the truth. You never tell the truth? Is that what you said? I'm married to the truth. You're married to the truth. Well, can you tell me this? Are you attracted to Clara Kent? I, is anyone attracted to anyone? Yes. Yeah, people are attracted to know. people. Yes. I have to ask that. I, I'm a reporter. Okay, it sounds like you're dodging the question. For being someone married to the truth, you seem to be very loose uh, with, with your uh, uh, relationship with truth. 
I feel like you're 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 afraid to to uh, admit the truth. Why well, she's you know a dame. A a dame? Can you say dame that now? Is, is, uh, okay, I I feel like those those are might be a bit of a, some out. You might be a plucky reporter, uh, but I feel like those terms are a bit outdated. But you know what, Louis? I feel like alas, alas, what? Oh, you mean like a. Space. Okay. 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 I thought you meant like alas, forsooth, or 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 pray tell, or something. Okay. I I see, Mr. Lang. I I I'm not sure what your what your deal is. I'm not sure if you're delusional. I'm not sure if this is true. But I want to get to the bottom of this. And if you will uh, oblige me, Mr. Lang, I'd like to bring on our next guest. It looks like my producers do have, uh, in fact. Clara Kant on the line. If you'll bear with me, I'd like to bring her on because, as we all know, there's more than one side to every story, and I feel like Clara may be able to shine a light on what's going on between the two of you. So with that said, I'd like to welcome uh, Clara Kant to Dr. Fix Me. Welcome, Clara. Thank you. Uh, are, are you a lawyer? Am I? No, no, I'm a, I'm a doctor. Uh, this is Dr. Fix Me. Are you oh. familiar with the show? Uh, I, I think I've heard it. I think I've heard of it. Okay, well, this show is all about helping people. I'm just trying to connect people uh, who may have, uh, you know, there's a sort of gap in their relationship. I, I don't know if you can tell here, uh, Miss Kant, but we have Louis Lang uh, as well. Uh, yes, that's why I asked if you were a lawyer, because a lot, a lot of what's happening between me and Louis is not really supposed to be discussed outside of the courts. Oh. Well, He's been very... On the record? Yes, on the record, Yes. Well, for, I guess if this helps, this uh, episode is recorded. This is a recorded material, so anything he says, uh, or, or if there's anything, uh, th- th- it's it's going to be out on the internet. So all right, then fantastic. I have no problem talking to you. I'll let him dig his own grave. Fantastic. So Claire, uh, Louis has come to the show. He's told me that he has uh, n- uh, accused you publicly for almost a year now of being uh, this this star woman, uh, the woman from space. Yes, multiple times. Okay, can you tell me what what is your what has been your experience with this? What what can you t- take me back to when he first accused you? So Louis and I originally were co-workers on the fourth floor at oh, okay. the Weekly Star, and oh, the, oh, is that that sounds almost like a oh, it's a, it's a, a publication. Publication? Yes. Okay. You haven't heard of it? No, no, the Weekly Star. It, no, I've not. Yeah, it, I mean. Times are tough, so we've gone down to weekly, so it's it's harder to find. But it should be in a nearby uh, newspaper receptacle if there's one in your city. Uh, so Louis and I worked together on the fourth floor. And to be honest, when he first came in, I really admired him as a reporter. He was plucky. You know, he had a lot of good energy. He was really about chasing down leads. Oh. And we actually went out a couple times. Um, you went out on, on dates? Yeah, yeah, we we did a drink and then a dinner. Um, but he almost immediately started getting really prying about my personal life. He was asking about uh, my adoptive parents, and I hadn't told him I was adopted. Oh. And he was asking about what it was like growing up in Nebraska, and I hadn't told him that I grew up in Nebraska. So Do it was you have really... adopted parents, and are you from Nebraska? Yes, 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 but I hadn't told him that. So it was really unnerving that he'd been looking me up, you know, looking into my background. Wow. Yeah. Uh. And um, so I decided right then and there, you know, I wasn't going to take it any further with Louis. I was happy to work with him, but I didn't want to pursue a relationship. I see. And It sounds like he blindsided you with these probing questions. Yes, yes. I mean, like I say, at the beginning, everything seemed, you know, hunky-dory. I liked his style. And then next thing I know, he's like, you know, 
lift this car. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I can't lift that car. Are these one of the tests, uh, Mr. Lang, are these one of the tests you had uh, Miss Kant undergo? Did you ask her to lift a car? Yes. That's not, what is the danger in that? The car well, was stationary. It's not going to do anything to her. All but you had you it. you had shoved a stray dog under the car, so I felt a need to help the dog, but I couldn't lift the car. See, that so it was he had created a victim. It oh, was really unnerving, Mister Ling. I feel like in your uh, pursuit of discovering or outing a superhero, you have in turn created turned yourself or outed yourself as a villain. I'm putting a, a a dog, a helpless, defenseless animal underneath a car just so that someone can prove they're a hero? That sounds absolutely uh, villainous. Can we just rewind for a second? Sure, to what? Uh, the, the questions I asked about her, her adoptive parents. Y yes. Why would a woman born of the sun have biological parents in Nebraska? Nothing's in Nebraska. Go there what? right now. I don't think that's fair. I'm sure there's plenty of people... In things in Nebraska, yes. I feel like that's that's kind of good like, people. Yeah. Yes. And and Clara, it sounds like even though you weren't um, upfront with that information, you didn't want to um, uh, expand on it. But it's you're you're okay with uh, uh, sharing that information now. Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's already he's ruined my life. You know, and he has. and the, I have no problem. I love my parents. They were wonderful. They raised me beautifully, and I'm very grateful for them. And who knows where I'd be without them, you know, but this is, this is Louis's fixation. And, you know, it really got out of control when I started seeing someone else in the office because oh. we both work with a photographer, uh, okay. James Molson, and James I Molson? started seeing James Molson. Okay. And James is very understanding. He doesn't ask me a lot of embarrassing, ludicrous questions. Uh, he's also plucky. You know, so I'm I'm happy. I'm okay. I'm trying to enjoy my life, All right. and Louis is making it increasingly difficult. It almost sounds like you have. I mean, uh, uh, forgive me for pigeonholing you here, Calera, but it sounds like you have a type. You prefer, uh, prefer plucky gentlemen, but it sounds like, but but with uh, uh, as long as they're not overbearingly inquisitive. Well, yes, exactly. Not ludicrously inquisitive. Right. And and I, I want I want to know more about Mr. Ling's uh, effect on you, Clara. You said he ruined your life. What how, how has this impacted your your work at the Weekly Star? Well, he regularly throws things at me, uh, expecting me to deflect them. Um, did he tell you about pushing me out of my second floor apartment? Uh, I had to move. He mentioned after... a second floor apartment, but I wasn't sure whose apartment it was. Yeah, I, I broke uh, my left arm and my left leg, and was casted on both for months. Uh, and that made my life really difficult. Uh, I tried to, uh, file, you know, grievances against him and he's, he's really wily. He really, I think he can pay off the cops oh, because you... he has not really had to take, uh, responsibility for any of the stuff he's done for me yet. But there is this court case that's pending. So that's why. Oh, I see. Anyway, that's, that's, oh, I see. So uh, 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 this sounds like it's, it's, he's been elusive of the law. It sounds like he may have also been elusive of uh, HR um, uh, punishment. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Why? I mean, uh, Louis, how is it that you're not fired after all this horrible behavior you've inflicted on your coworker? Sure, clearly, this is like a, a, an HR nightmare. Okay. For the record, for the record, I'd like to state that I am currently 500 kilometers away from her. 500 kilometers? I again, yes. I don't think that's as that's far away. Enough. 
It okay. is not a legal form of measurement, doctor. There's no no reason for you to try to look it up. There are it doesn't no exist. Kylo- kilometers except oh, in Louis's mind. I see. Okay. You know what? I feel like I'm understanding a bit more here, Clara, and I thank you very much for that. I feel like Louis, you are you, you're delusional, buddy. You are you're uh you're 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 and also you're thank it sounds you. like you're an unsafe coworker. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know why you haven't been fired. I don't know how the the law has not uh aided Clara against you in this. It's, it's it seems uh black and white, night and day. You you're in the wrong here, Mr. Lang. Readily to this. Oh boy, that's never said by a hero. Why is James Molson best pals with Star Woman, the woman from space? Oh, James They're Molson? They're always canoodling and canoodling. Yes, he's not just my best pal. He is my lover, Louis, all right? James and I are together now, all right? And yeah. we'll be for the foreseeable future. Miss um, Kent, I don't know if you're aware of this, but it sounds like uh, you may have... He he was referring to a relationship between between uh, uh, Jim, James Molson and Star Woman, and you confess that you are in love with with James Molson. Catching? M- no, Ms. I I'm just saying, how could James be with Star Woman when James is with me? Oh, you're saying he's uh, monogamous. He's, he's exactly uh, okay. Uh, I see. Okay, he's I, not that I, plucky. <laughs> for, for for a moment there, Miss um, Kent, I thought that you had confessed that you were some sort of no. Superhero it's ludicrous. Star. It's okay. ludicrous. Are you really a doctor? Come on. I well, Come yes, on. I am a doctor. Uh, yes, I do. I okay. have my degree in uh, radio and television broadcasting. Uh, but I, you know what? I feel like we're, we're reaching an impasse here, and I, I feel like it would be best if we uh, took a pause to uh, reflect on what we said, reflect on how we feel about each other, and maybe the actions that we've taken, and maybe maybe there is some regret to be had here. But. With that said, I need to take a pause to hear a word from our sponsor. As we all know, this is biz- uh, this is show business, after all, and the business part of this show is hearing a live read of one of our local sponsors, or global sponsors, uh, and uh, to hear if they have a service or product or both to sell us. So with that uh, said, let's bring on, looks like we have Small Samantha's Secret Service. Welcome, Small Samantha's Secret Service, to Dr. Fix Me. Hi, hello. Hi, are you able to hear me? I'm very small. Oh hi hi uh is hi. is this uh, Samantha's secret service? Hi, is this small Samantha's secret service? Wow, you uh, are small. Through? I'm very small. I'm I can not. barely see you uh in the monitor here. You are absolutely tiny. Yes, I shoot on a very long lens so that I'm I look bigger, but I oh. I still am very small. Anyway, let me um I have my ad copy here. Give me one second. Oh, the pages are very big. Those are tall pages. You are using your entire body to turn a single page. Uh, uh, here we go. Okay, here we go. All right. Hello. Are are you in need of trafficking and secrets? Are are you curious about some someone or something around around you? <laughs> Do you need someone that can fit in, into a little vent and? Walk around and, and listen in on your friends and family. Do you need Do you need a decoy baby to carry around? I also have decoy babies. I I sell secrets. I acquire secrets. I'm based out of Omaha, Nebraska. There are nice people in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, if you are interested in secrets, uh, <laughs> you can go to my website, smallsamanthasecretservice.org forward slash doctor fix me up, and you'll get 10% off of your first secret, but not your second one. People get confused about that. 
Thank wow, you. thank you. Thank you. Small Samantha Secret Service. That was one of the most adorable ad reads I've ever uh, witnessed. Oh, please don't call me that. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Is that do you, do, uh, do you not appreciate I'm very I'm I'm small, but I'm very I'm serious. I'm a very serious business person. Oh, you, you, you now that I uh now that your uh, picture is clarifying, I can see that you're you're quite a dour sincere person. Yeah, well, okay. All right, backpedal. Backpedal there, buddy. I know a lot about you, so you you should stay careful, all right? Oh, uh, wait, are you saying that you are uh, some sort of a, a purveyor of secrets and in being so a part of your, you know secrets about me? Yeah, I've done my research. Oh, you think well, I didn't spend three days in your drywall before coming on? I I'm sorry, three days in my drywall? You oh, you're, yes. you were in my home? Oh, your Ms. Samantha needs to be dusted. Oh boy! I tell you that much. That this okay. This is a very uh, invasive thing to do. Why did you uh, have to? Why why did you creep around in my house? Why why and why are you admitting that to me? I I peddle in secrets. I don't peddle in lies. I okay. In, I want I want to be open and honest with you, and I want. I appreciate to that. Do do my due diligence. You know, it's oh. like um, before before voting time. Before election times, yeah. I like to, I like to crawl onto a tour bus and just listen to all, all of the candidates, and just see which ones of them actually are 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 interested in. You politics. sneak onto tour buses of political candidates to to hear what they're mm -hmm. really like. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. Were you on that uh, with that that that, that uh, E Access Hollywood bus when uh, when Trump gave that that famous speech about uh, grabbing women by a certain sex organ? Well, that was before he was running for president, um, so I, I hadn't. He wasn't really on my radar. Oh, at that point. right, but because I've it was got before other he was running. Secrets about him, yeah. That's okay. sort of an open secret, so it doesn't have a lot of cash behind it. I see. I, you know. And you said that you were uh, uh you're a purveyor of secrets. You said a seller of secrets. What kind of secrets do you sell? What do you mean, like like it like military what secrets? You want. It depends what you want. Military's a little expensive, okay? Yeah, oh. they're pretty good. They put a lot of lasers in their vents and stuff. They know about me. We're, oh, I'm not, I'm not friends with the military, but, um, but I know things. You know, people say, "Hey, I'm curious. I, I have a crush on on this woman I work with. Could oh. you, uh, could you maybe for a couple bucks, you know, um, just hang out and maybe crawl around her drawers, see if you can find a, a zipper in her back that maybe un unzips her flesh suit and she steps out at night as and is like an alien space star woman so that she can then bathe herself. Hold on, herself. hold on a second, Samantha. It sounds like you were talking about Louis Lang and his obsession with uh, a Miss Clara Kant. Are you, uh, I don't know if you can tell here, but we have both Louis and Clara on the show. Is there something that you would like to reveal to us, Miss Samantha? Um, yeah, I, uh, if I could just interrupt, I'm so sorry, Doctor. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, um, Clara. I, I I've worked with Samantha. We both know each other from Nebraska, oh, and I just want to, before she goes any further, I just want to remind mm -hmm. her what good friends we are, and that I have uh, recently uh, paid for her services, and that that money should be in her Venmo. And yeah. if she could just double check that that's there, and if she needs any more, I'm happy to provide that. I just want to get that out before you guys go any further. Okay. For, for the listener at home, Samantha has pulled out a full-size iPhone. Did you get the Max? I feel like that what, you got a, a bigger phone than was necessary for someone that's so small. It's how you know when you're a businesswoman, you need all the tools at your fingertips. Okay, okay. and you seem to be checking something. I have a Venmo here, and I and I do I respect that. 
um, thank you, you know, I also, I accept bribes being paid off not to give people secrets away. Oh. And, you know, so I... So people I, will I pay you to keep deal. secrets from being let out. Right. This but this I, is just a business transaction, though, that we she and I have. Out. She, we don't necessarily... That's not necessarily us that she's talking about right now. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> report your tips on your taxes this year, Clara. I don't know <sighs> if you want to go around, you know, making enemies with me. I, I, I know people in the government. They don't like me, but... May I ask, uh, like Samantha, what, what did Clara pay you to do? What service, may I ask? Was this a, the selling of a secret? Was this the keeping of a secret? I feel like, uh, Clara, we need, we need to get uh, to the bottom of this. I'm so sorry, but I feel like we need to understand what what's the truth here? Uh, Clara has come to me on multiple occasions. Um, my my number one service with Clara was was is sort of a, a counterintelligence measure. I, I I had been hired to do some intelligence in and around her counterintelligence home. Right. It was um you know when someone comes to you and they say I I have a folder of information. And if you don't pay me, I will I will release the folder to the general public, and then someone pays you. And then she also occasionally will will purchase some of my decoy babies. Decoy babies? Uh, I I was gonna ask about that. What is a decoy baby? For like, how would someone use it? Well, it's like a baby, but it's not a real baby. People, you just look at it and and you think. Oh, there's a baby. And so people no are mistaken. Question. These babies look so lifelike that people they look mistake lifelike. them. They look human. And 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 how would one use a decoy baby to what to what end? Well, if if you need to sneak alcohol into a concert, if if you need to convince your dying mother that she has a, a grandchild, uh, if you're really trying to convince people that you can reproduce with human beings. Okay, oh. I don't think you need to list all the reasons that I got a decoy baby. I think you could give other examples. Claire, are you saying that these are all examples that you yourself used for a decoy yes, baby? Uh, yes. Did you have to prove to someone that you were capable of having children? Yes. James uh, had some suspicions because Louis kept running his mouth and we went through a rough patch and we would like to have children someday. So okay. I, I, I hate to admit it, but I did use a decoy baby on Why, why did you use James. a decoy baby to prove that you could, uh, that you, you could have babies? Why? why I mean, I don't like doctors. I didn't want to go get a, a medical test. But uh, I know I can have babies. I can so have great babies. <laughs> you, so you know that you can have babies. But, uh, and how did you know about this? Did a, a, a doctor told you? Or, or you? But you said you don't trust doctors. I don't, how, I, I don't understand why you could be so convinced that you can have babies, yet you provided most a people, decoy baby. Most women can have babies. Yes, uh, most, yes, but most women don't need to use a decoy baby. I'm sorry to, to press you on this, but why, <sighs> if you felt so confident you could have a baby, why, why, why did you feel the need to provide a decoy? It wasn't And how me, long have you is... had the decoy? There's well, multiple. Yeah, there were multiple. Multiple decoy decoys. Babies. You had multiple babies at at, at one. Uh, how many babies did you? What was the most amount of babies you had at one time? Seven, I think. Why we? This, this different babies so... for different needs, doctor. All right, you know, you know, Louis. Uh, I I feel like you weren't wrong. That Clara is hiding something. All right, the, why you would have seven decoy babies at one time is is beyond me uh but i, I want to get back to uh, small samantha's secret service it sounds like this is a sure. a very useful uh, uh service that that people Thank could you. uh you know th- th- this could change lives if anyone wants to get a hold of you uh, miss samantha how can people reach you for well, these services uh, I, I i i want them to, to use your promo code um 
so that I know that they got they came through this channel and I know oh my promo code doctor fix me up wasting my money or not doctor fix me up so you go to secret Samantha oh no no oh I blew it no oh, it's okay you can take that back you, it's, you, you, you go ahead and grab your ad copy it's okay. <laughs> I, I, for listener at home, Small Smith was speaking off the dome, and I feel like there was a, a misstep there. And I, it's it, all is forgivable. This is a safe space, Small Samantha. While she's looking, yes, I would like to say, for the record, I'd like to remind Samantha that I have a fly swatter and one of those uh, bug spray cans with a pump, which you would see in a Beatrix Potter book. Whoa, whoa. I don't Just understand. Put that out there. Doctor, that's a threat. That's a Louis Lang threat right there. He is oh. threatening Small Those are Samantha. Facts. I'm a journalist. <laughs> oh, oh I see. He's under. threatening Small Samantha because she, uh, she is the size of an insect. Uh, Small Samantha, do you have your uh, ad copy ready? Do you want to tell us how we can reach you? I don't, I don't feel terribly safe anymore. Oh. I thought that we were friends, Louis. I, you're I've you're good a, work well, for you in the past. <laughs> and you're just going to threaten me like that? Libelous. <laughs> Okay. Who who scares you right now, Small Samantha? You seem absolutely terrified. Who who is terrifying you right now? Louis. Louis is. Yeah. Okay. Well, Louis, you're put on notice. Okay. No, uh, scaring off our our sponsor. Okay. We need to have the show running like a well-oiled machine. So, Small Samantha, please, uh, help help me land this plane. How can people reach your service? Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Small Samantha Secret Service. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and now, if there, if at any point, I want to keep our sponsor here because I feel like if, if there are any secrets that, that would help me understand the truth of the matter here, I feel like Small Samantha, you might be a valuable resource. Um, and, and But Small Samantha gets paid to keep secrets as well as to sell them. So if someone has paid to have a secret kept and you don't pay more to have the secret told, I don't think you're going to get the secret, Doctor. I'm just... And I'm just from my from my experience in working with her. I just want to let make sure that's clear. Well, I I don't th- you're you're not at the risk of me outbidding you, Clara. As as the listener knows, Doctor Fix Me runs on a budget. I I can hardly afford fantastic. The, 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 uh, the I can't even afford to the the real Zoom. I'm taking the, just a free version. Uh, speaking of which, we do need to wrap up uh, this. Uh, uh, I feel like this is a perfect time to take a break so that we can uh, uh, finally hear a word from our expert. Uh, I want you to know, Louis and Clara, we're not out of the woods yet. I want to get to the bottom of this, but I'm not uh, I'm not as equipped as I, as I would like to be. So we're gonna hear from our expert when we come back. And we're back on the Doctor Fix Me. I want to take this time now to hear from our final guest. We've got Louis Lang, Clara Kant, who are uh, buttonheads. Uh, I, I believe that's the term. They're they're rams, and their horns are locked. Uh, they are. Uh, uh, I don't know uh, who to believe. Louis Lang accuses uh, Clara Kant of being this uh, star woman, the woman from space, uh, a superhero who saves people's lives. Which I, uh, even if that if that were true, let's say that were true, uh, Louis. If that's true, why would you want to to out her? Don't you see like that would that would uh, probably uh, hurt her as a superhero? I mean, would you want to risk that? I feel like that that's that's the one thing sacred to a superhero is the safety net of their secret identity, so that no one that they know with their personal lives gets uh, hurt. Why would you want to uh, remove that defense, Louis? If it, it provided that it is true, I because she'd be she she'd be vulnerable. You want her to be vulnerable. 
Yes, there's, there's a wall there, obviously. I don't know. I feel like there's some toxic masculinity coming from you, Mr. Lang, that you want to uh, uh, not only uh, attack uh, a woman, uh, your co-worker, but attack a superhero. Uh, you've, you've betrayed no other characteristics other than a villain. I feel like, Louis, you're you're a misguided person. You you have an ambition, but I feel like it's it's an evil one. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair. Yes? I'm just going to say, for the record, I do have this box of Crinonite. Cry no night. The coldest substance in the universe. Okay, is this anything Star like a woman's ultimate weakness? You're you're holding some. Box. You are holding a box of something glowing. I can't quite identify what it is. It looks very luminous. Uh, uh, very cold. Uh, it's cold, as, as you say. Okay, is this anything like your uh, Kylo meter, uh, just a uh, uh, unit of measurement? Because I feel like if it, it sounds like it's just as invalid of a thing. Are are you I making this up, Mr. Ling? Kilometers is a unit of measure used by Welsh sailors. Oh, that sounds very they uh, are niche and antiquated. On the Lusitania, yes. On the Lusitania, that's how they use to measure things? The Kilometers. Okay, sailors from Wales aboard the Lusitania used kilometers as a unit of measurement. For example, this Lusitania... Is five kilometers an inside job from the U.S. government? Oh, okay. And the Freemasons. I see, Mister Lang. All right. Well, you know what? I, I've, I'm clearly out of my depth here. I don't know how to help you, uh, uh, Miss Kent. You've been ever so patient and gracious with me, and I'm sorry that if uh, any of this has made you feel uncomfortable. But if you uh, are okay, can I'm I like tell you in. that he sends a box once a week to my apartment? Not on the same day. Once a week, I get a box that says "packed in dry ice." I just don't open it because oh. I know that it could be something terrible. So, but you every week they're coming. Do you know that it's from Mr. Lang? Yes, because you know it says Jacques right on the box. He's oh. got it. He's got all kinds of like accusatory, sharpie exclamations all over it. Again, this <sighs> sounds more and more like a, a villain putting their mark on things. It sounds like something like the Riddler would do from Batman, it, and and it, and he did begin a sentence with "Riddle me this." It, 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 everything about you seems villainous, Mr. Lang. It doesn't even have my name. It probably has some made-up name, like. Robbie Rylos. Yes, it says Robbie Rylos yeah. right here on this one. Yes. Satanigan. I'll do these are just off the top of my head. I mean, you're really, really grasping at straws here. You know, I feel like if anyone has a secret identity, it's you, Mr. Lang. That that Robbie Rhinos? I, I I did I hear that correctly? Everyone knows me, intrepid reporter. Louis uh, Lang. Of okay. The, of the Lang Corp dynasty. All right. You know what? I, I feel like we're getting further away from this. We, I got to bring the, uh, the, the I, I got to uh, help you out. Okay. So if, if you'll hold on just a moment, I'd like to bring on our final guest. Looks like we have uh, hopefully an expert who can offer you better advice than what I can. Uh, let's bring on Professor Shanty Bain. Welcome, Professor Shanty Bain, to Dr. Fix Me. Good evening. Hi. Hi. Are, is this... are you a chef? Are, are you asking me? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, you no. Cook. No, it almost sounds like you are the sponsor and you're asking like a general question. No, no, I just, I figured you were a chef. Why did you figure I was a chef? I don't know, it was your name or something. My, wh what about my name led you to believe that I was a chef? I don't know, I just picked it up in the vibes. <laughs> okay. Okay, all right. Well, this is Dr. Fixby. You've been listening to this episode the, the whole time. You, you, like been, a uh... cook. You're cooking <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I guess maybe I'm cooking up a Stir good episode. Uh, uh, Mr. Yeah! Ling, what did you say? Stir on the pot. Oh, stirring the pot. Yes, of course. So, Mr. Bain, wh before we get to your advice, and I hope it's good advice, what uh, is your area of expertise? 
I make analogous connections. Oh, uh, how so? <laughs> like you're a chef. You're cooking the books. You're oh. stirring the pot. You're adding some spice. Okay. You're creating bubbles in the atmosphere. That's what you are. Okay. You're like a chef. I feel like what you're doing, you're just uh, using metaphor to describe me. You're 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 strictly you're just uh you're just using a f uh I guess colorful language or or rather um uh, colorful imagery to describe what I'm already doing. But uh, uh Professor Bain, uh, well, I guess if if you're I guess a a professor of what what again analogous analogous uh references, connections connections. There we go. There, let me put this in words that you can probably understand in a more down-to-earth, girthy way. Like a like a chef! <laughs> uh, you know, you like put... You know, like a, you, it's a little bland. And I, and I try to explain it. It's like, it's bland. This whole situation is bland. Uh, you know, you need a little bit more like... You need some paprika. You need a little bit of sugar. You know, I put a fruit in there. You're losing me with these spice references, Professor Bain. Uh, I, oh goodness gracious, I, I I don't understand what you're saying. I feel like we're both speaking English, but one of us is definitely speaking a but different language. When you're confused about one thing, you compare it to another thing, and that makes a little bit more sense. That's what I'm an expert at. I compare oh. things to other things, so okay. that makes more sense. You know what, Professor Bain? I, I feel like I've been closed-minded here, and I, I do feel like such clarification is necessary. I, I do appreciate that. And maybe comparison is what we need here. Uh, uh, do, is there any advice you could offer uh, our, our guest, Mr. Lang, here? Yeah. Uh, have you ever cooked before? <laughs> I've boiled a potato. It's kind of like a chef. You're like making a chef, making food. Your relationships are like food. You're trying to figure out the best way to eat the food, and then you put stuff in it. That's what you got to think about when you're interacting with people. I don't understand. Is this advice making any sense to you, Mr. Lang? He's talking about food, being a chef. He compared me to being a chef, and I I, I don't understand. It it got really literal, because I said I boiled a potato. He said, you're like a chef. I'm like, well, I mean, that's that's literally what chefs do is, is cooking. So yes. that's really analogous. It's, well, I mean, you have to just take that and then uh, adapt it to your relationship with Claire Kant. And, then, and she's like a chef, too. So I, I, I should. Chefs. I feel like I you, should boil a potato. Well, Mr. Yeah. Lang, I, I feel like you're you're taking his advice literally. I feel like he's being analogous. I feel like he's using metaphor here. He's not. You're not an actual chef, unless you are. But no. I don't think you, you 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 can't you can't eat a potato if it isn't boiled. Now, like like for instance, you can't interact with a person if you don't set it up right. You know, you 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 put the right temperature on. You 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 let it sit for a while. Uh, you approach it the right way with the right type of heat. Over a long period of time before you, you know, you eat it. But in this situation, I... accuse it of something. You know, like a chef. Oh, Professor Bain, I feel like you're you're uh, you're a broken record. You're calling everything a chef. I don't understand you. Small Samantha's Secret Service. Did was there something that you said? I feel like I I may have missed uh, or over uh, I may have spoken over you. Oh no, thank you. Most people. I'm I'm sorry. Forget we, we... about me because I'm. Oh, so go ahead. Small. Can you hear me? I, I can hear you now. Okay. I, I, I just say I'm saying thank you because most people forget about me because I'm so small. 
Of course. I, I was just saying, don't sell yourself short, Elias. Can I call you that? Sure, I you can call me Elias. Name. Yeah. I know your name, and I've seen you make a mean ex-Benedict. Well, well I, I say my name at the top of the show. My name is Dr. Elias Fix Me. You said I made, make a mean Benedict? You make a mean ex-Benedict. Well, I, I, I do make my own you. hollandaise sauce, but I wait, how do you know that about me? Is it, is it because you've been in my walls? I spent a week in your drywall. A week? A whole week? Oh, this is... Uh, I, look, I love your service, small Samantha, but I feel like you, you went too far. I feel like that's, that's really, really invasive. I, I, I don't appreciate that. Just trying to connect with you. I, I feel like that... Yeah, you know, like a... Like, well, here's a comparison... This is a little bit different, you know? Is it? Is it going to be different? Go a, well, it'll be a little different. It's just a tiny <laughs> bit different. You know when you go to a, you know when you go to a restaurant, and then, and then the person comes up and they're like, how are you doing? You're like that guy. Oh, I, yeah, I see that. And you're like, can you I talk me? to the chef? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll get you. That's, that's what, like, you're in that situation right now. Am I? I don't understand. Miss Kent, I gotta come to you with this. I feel like our, our, our expert is is making less and less sense with what he's saying. Is any of this making uh, or, or breaking through to you? I, I'm trying to try my hardest to figure out how to apply it to me. I feel like I'm a chef, but Louis is not letting me cook the way I want to cook. Uh, so maybe... Uh, Doctor uh, Professor Shanty Bing could work with that. Like, how would a chef be able to do their job if someone was accusing them all the time of not being a chef? That's a fair question. There you go. That's all I'm saying. Now, 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 uh, Louis here. Uh, let's just say you're a chef, okay? Okay. And and you go, oh, you're definitely a customer. You're definitely a customer. You're, you're a customer. Buy my food. I'm a chef. But they don't want your food, Louie. They just don't want it. Because they're a chef. They can make their own food. They don't need you making food for them. In this analogy, is everyone a chef, Professor Shantybane? In most of my analogies, I must admit, they are chefs. Sometimes they're the guys at the front door, the hosts. But there are very few people who fill that category. Let's be perfectly honest. Uh, and when you com- when you, when you compare it to being a chef, you you just see you get better. You it's just better. I didn't get any of that, Mr. Lang. Is any of this re- uh, breaking through to you? He is absolutely right. About what? About all of it. What do you, what do you she mean? She is just like a she is just like a chef, and I've been trying my whole life to be a chef, but all I've done is boil the potato. The thing about boiling a potato is the more you watch it, the less chance it will ever boil. I think this gets so to, to the heart of it, Doctor, that it's jealousy. I need to slow down. Clara can't you and I need to be vulnerable. Are you seeing the truth down... of the matter here? What were you saying, Ling? I'm sorry. I put down my ball my wall and, and close my box of cryonites. Are you and being literal or metaphorical things. here? No, you, you, you need to literally, take... Literally, literally all of this. Oh, you have okay, the food literally. and put it in a doggy bag for later. You know, like a... doggy chef. bag? What? Like, uh, of course, like a chef. Of course, like a chef. Miss Kent, you sound like you had a, uh, a breakthrough or an understanding of what, what uh, Mr. Lang and, Mr. and Professor Bain were talking about. 
I'm just so relieved. It sounds like Louis was really helped by Professor Shanty Bain. And if he's willing to stop sending me boxes of things and stop trying to out me as something I'm not in front of the world and everyone, then, uh, you know, maybe we can just cook in different restaurants. Mr. Lang, is that, is, is, does Clara have the grasp of this? Are you uh, listening to M- Professor Bain's advice and it's telling you not to harass her anymore? I, I will never harass her again. I just have one last request. Yes. I'm being completely vulnerable. My, my Peabody was not for the Lusitania. Oh. Non-sinking. You lied it to us about for, the Peabody? Yes. It, it was from a Marmaduke strip. You won a, about, a Peabody uh, Award for a Marmaduke comic strip in the newspaper? Marmaduke strip. Yes. Yeah, about Veterans Day. Okay. A, a dog never forgets. It's it, anyways. No, please, I'm not no, that no. great a reporter, <laughs> but I think I could be a good partner. It wasn't even a Peabody. Oh, small Samantha Secret Service. You have insight on what Louis Lang has said. Wait, has he lied again? It was it not a Peabody? Uh, oh yes. I'll tell you everything I know about everyone here. If if you waive the fee of my sponsorship. If I waive no, 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 the no, fee. No, no, no. Well, no, no. I mean, unfortunately, r- running a show on a budget, I do have to. Uh, I-, I can't. I can't waive the fee. I'm so sorry. So there you, you go. Care <laughs> more about money than content. Well, I, I gotta I'll keep the lights the on. It's, it's, I'm yeah. sorry. That, that's the nature of the show. I. I. I and, and. But what were you gonna I say? I will about- pay across the board for everyone. Wait, what, Mr. Lang? You're gonna pay for the truth to be out, even if it's damaging or, yes. or, or incriminates you or incriminates you? Completely vulnerable. Yes. Oh, it's, wow. It's like I'm when you're at a dinner, yeah. when you're at a dinner with all your friends, uh, the bill comes. You'll be like, "Hey, I'll take that bill. I'll put it on my tab." This is what that situation is. Yes, you know, Professor. Twenty-five percent tip. Professor Shanty Bain, that is uh, the the most apt uh, uh, analogous uh, connection you have made thus far. And Mr. Louis Lang, you're saying you're you're willing to tip Small Samantha's Secret Service for the truth to be out? Yes. Well, I want Louis. I think this out. would be a mistake. You only have the money that was left to you by your grandmother, uh, and I think it would be a terrible mistake to spend all that on this. Well, I I, I, I also to... have the rights to Marmaduke. Oh, okay. <laughs> So it sounds yeah, like but where's the, the money in that? It sounds like the ship has already sailed. It sounds like this Lucid. Oh, there's a new, there's a new Marmaduke movie coming out. Oh, oh. God, Pete so, Davidson's going to be Marmaduke. So oh. it's wow. I look forward to that version there's of Marmaduke. Money. But for, I, I want to hear from our money. sponsor, Small Samantha Secret Service. You uh, has the transfer of money gone through to you? Has has uh, Mr. Lang paid you? Yeah, go Are ahead. You gonna Venmo, Venmo me share some secrets? Oh, uh, you're so soft and you're so tiny. We can barely hear you. <laughs> Can you yeah, now, now we can hear you. Now. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, go ahead and go ahead and Venmo me real quick, Louie. Okay. Oh, he hasn't Venmoed you yet. Go- Mr. Lang, it sounds like the, all this episode, uh, the ending of this episode, uh, is hanging on the precipice uh, provided by your uh, Venmo payment. <laughs> okay, I'm going to unlock my phone. That is such a huge phone. Did you have to lift that up every time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you sound so tired already, Samantha. Maybe you don't need to go to the trouble. I, I mean, I can send you more money. How much did Mr. Lang send you? Can I ask that, uh, uh, small Samantha? I'm pulling up my Venmo here. I have one transaction. I accept it from Louie for 
Sixty-two dollars. Sixty. Sixty-two All the truth will be out for made. sixty. That's that's the Marmaduke fortune is sixty-two dollars and what your grandma left you, Mister Lang. That's so much money. Oh, he'll come back. Wait, Samantha, sixty-two dollars is a lot for you. Oh well, I I okay. I I uh, I'd hate to tell you how much you paid to sponsor this episode, but if sixty two is a lot for you, I'm I'm uh, please. Uh, what does sixty two dollars buy us? What is what 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 truth uh, do you have to to share with us? Okay, uh, let me gather myself here. Okay, Professor Shanty Bain is a sous chef in California. He doesn't oh. want anyone to know that his true passion is cooking, and he. he makes all these things up and pretends to be an academic because he just wants to be a cook deep down. That makes a lot of sense. I believe all of this. Louis Lang stole the rights to Marmaduke and oh. published a strip oh. and received a Peabody Award. Not a Peabody, <laughs> a Peabody because your booty is covered in pee. You're a thief, an intellectual property thief, and the whole world knows that you're a Peabody. Clara Kent has a zipper in her back. She unzips it and she steps out and she's made of goop, green space. Okay, goop. excuse me, just one minute. I'll be right back. She's opened every oh, single one of those we've, boxes. We've lost Miss Miss Clara Kent. We uh, we we've lost her. All of a sudden, she all of a sudden she she just stepped away. Uh uh. uh oh God. Uh, 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 Samantha, small service. Are you okay? Oh, oh no! Oh Samantha! Oh, oh no! Samantha! Please. No no no! Oh my oh, goodness! God, no. Samantha is being pummeled by Miss Kent. Miss Kent, what are you doing? Turn your camera oh, off, you little bitch! She can hear us. She- if I can make a comparison, it's sort of like when you get some food you don't like. I guess so. Again, uh, now, now you've lost me, Professor Shanty Bain. You're, you're, uh, my understanding of you is, is touch and go. But Samantha, Samantha, do we, do we have you? I, I don't know if she's still alive or still available. M- miss- oh, no. The camera has fallen. Who can help her? All I see is a, a defenseless little uh, person being uh, squished under the thumb of, of what appears to be Clara Kant. If only someone like a Star Woman could save her. If only a Star Woman. Oh, please! If there's a, a any justice in this world, there will be a, a superhero will swoop down to save her. Oh my God! I never thought I'd believe in superheroes, but I I I I I can't witness another uh, sponsor's death on this show. It's happened way too many times. Someone protect my baby! Oh my goodness! Small Samantha Secret Service has babies. I can only imagine how tiny they are, or small Honestly, rather. You, were you were you listening when when she brought it up or the other time about <laughs> having the decoy babies? Well, I, I saw uh, uh, I saw Miss Clara Kent get uh, enraged and upset. Miss Clint, Miss Kent, there you are. Yeah. Where, where did you go? You you, oh, you stepped I just, away for uh, yeah, it was a package. It was a package downstairs. Okay. I had to run and, and get the door. Well, I don't know if you realize this, but we we recorded. We were we were watching uh, Small Samantha Secret Service get pummeled by what appeared to be what? you. Yes, and you, you're 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 covered in sweat. It looks like you you. If I didn't oh. know any better, I feel I feel like you you left went found Small Samantha wherever she may be, and you pummeled her. How how could I get to Omaha that fast? I there's no way. It was probably just someone who looks like me. I have that kind of face. You know, Mr. Lang, I, I feel like 
maybe the truth is out because as soon as uh, 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 small Samantha uh, <laughs> may she rest in peace oh my god I can't believe she died I, I hope she hasn't I hope that's not true but uh, uh, I, I feel like uh, I, I do know what I'm going to say but oh I, I feel like oh it was at the moment that our sponsor had revealed that you Clara can't have a zipper in your back and you're made of green goo <laughs> and at that point you <laughs> couldn't take it and you, you killed our sponsor you it killed- was just a coincidence ludicrous accusation no. package delivery I, no, I-, I couldn't Jane, can you provide some clarity for this situation? I feel like it's it's clear it's it's clear that Clara Kent is is indeed uh, an alien from outer space who, uh, well, it may it may have a reputation of being a superhero, but clearly killed someone on my show. Well, one time I was presenting some of my shoes because <laughs> I'm a shoe chef, and I oh boy, <laughs> I would, there was there was a disagreement about what they had wanted and what I had given them. And then I thought something, and then they thought something. We were all confused, and in the end, nothing made sense, and we all left hot-headed and sad. He's absolutely right. I have a feeling that everyone here might end up leaving hot-headed and sad, for with the exception of our sponsor, who I think, I fear, may be dead. This is this is so... Uh, uh, I, 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 don't, I, I don't even know how to uh, understand this. What were you going to say, Clara? Well, just, I mean, Doctor, you know, you crush a cockroach, it'll come right back. So I don't think you should worry. Are you calling our sponsor a cockroach? No, I'm just saying small things have more survivability than you would think. And surely my doppelganger in Nebraska maybe didn't complete the job. Maybe it was just a threat. Maybe it was just a, you know, a warning you know, for someone who doesn't, uh, uh, who denies being the murderer, you uh, you certainly don't. Ha- you don't have any empathy or sympathy for our sponsor. It sounds like you you're you are happy and satisfied that they are dead. You know what, I... Claire Kent? I say jacuzzi. <laughs> I jacuzzi you of being Star Woman, the woman from space. I jacuzzi. You also jacuzzi. I unjacuzzi. You, ah! you unjacuse Louis Lang. What is this? I'm I'm on your side. What are you doing? Not anymore. I'm willing to trust Clara Kent. Why? What what changed your mind? Because love. Oh God, love? Louis! I knew it. What do you mean love? It, if anything, it sounded like an obsession and not love. Well, how is this love, Lang? Some chefs work alone, but some work together. Yes. We are like two chefs in the night. Honestly, I didn't get that comparison at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, it, did that, that chef a- a analog uh, connection? Uh, no, that thing just... completely went over my head, over my chef's hat. Am I right? Allow me to explain. A boiled potato is nothing. I've done it before. I ate it by myself. This is me and my hubris. But now I'm willing to bake a potato with sour cream and broccoli and ham and Parmesan cheese. I am putting down my wall. I am asking you, Clara Kantz, if you'll join me in proving that Professor Shanti Bain is actually Professor Brain, counterfeit chef. Yes! Yes! That's a story! (laughs) J'accuse! Wait, are are you both both Mr. Lang and Miss Kent accusing Professor Shanty Bain of being someone else? Yes, Professor Brain. Professor Brain? Mastermind. Evil mastermind. Uh, He's cooked thousands of people. 
Professor Shanty Bane, you don't seem uh, at all phased by this. It almost seems like this is... I get accused of a lot of things. A thief, <laughs> a braggart, a bully, an alien, but huh? an illegal immigrant. Illegal, illegal immigrant. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, an indoctriner. But okay, uh, 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 do, do, a sissy. But what do you have to say about this accusation? Okay, okay, I understand uh, I, you're accused I, of being a lot of things. How do you reply? How do you respond to the being uh, of the accus accusation that you are indeed Professor Brain, uh, some sort of chef villain? Oh, the same way I respond to all of accusations. I just go, oh, let's put a cherry on the top of this situation and save it for another day. I feel like that's your way of avoiding the truth of the matter, but you know what? I can only solve one person one issue at a time, and I feel like Louis Lang may have uh, changed his mind on outing uh, Clara Kant. It sounds like you you have a, a, a different uh, goal uh, in mind with Miss uh, Kant. Uh, Louis, what does the future look like for you? Or, or And I guess uh, I'll ask the same question to Miss Kant. Are you two joining forces somehow, or is this turning romantic? What's going on? And would like us to move into our my apartment, which is on the first floor. Oh. So in case one of us is pushed out. Wait, you're saying you, that you still that still might happen? Even though you 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 bygones are bygones. I won't do it. I won't do it. Okay. But if she should ever feel suspicious of me, I will stand by the window and I will say, I love you. And I will Try to tuck and roll. That wow. is so sweet. Also, for Professor Brain, I have here a box of anthrax. <laughs> His secret weakness. You and your boxes, Mr. Lang. Miss Kent, how do you feel about this proposal from Louis Lang? Are you willing to move in with him? Is this a, is this a new, uh, uh, I guess, lease on life regarding your relationship? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, this is all happening so fast. I, I... It is. His apartment is terrible. I'm not going to move in there. Um, but I'm willing to entertain the idea of working together as intrepid, plucky reporters and, you know, maybe take it a little bit further. Eh, James is a little bit immature for me anyway. Oh. And uh, this Professor Brain idea is very intriguing. Mr. Lang, are, are you willing to, uh, I guess, become better professional uh, or co-workers? Are you, are you willing to take this step by step instead of moving forward romantically, but maybe moving forward professionally? Yes, I will, I will go to the seminars. Seminars? I don't know if... Seminars? Was, I don't think that was part of the... Do you feel like you need to attend <laughs> seminars to be a better co-worker? The, the HR seminars have been um, recommended to me. Oh, you know what? That makes I, a lot of sense. I have been sending uh, decoy babies there. Oh, decoy babies <laughs> to uh, seminars? How does that... Did that work? Well, if you have like, uh, like eight decoy babies in a trench coat, put a fedora oh. on. Oh, I see. It's a lot like me. I'm always wearing a trench coat on a fedora. I actually need some help to take care of these seven decoy babies that are still in my house. So. Oh, you still have the seven decoy babies. Yeah, and they're surprisingly lifelike. Uh, wow. They're really irritating. Do you have to take care of them if they're decoys? It, well, the, I mean, they, they cry. Oh, wow, that's really lifelike. All right, well, you know what? Uh, uh, 
Miss Clara Kant, Mr. Louis Lang, if, if you two feel like this is a uh, a way for you to st- uh, stop uh, your your aggression towards one another, I feel like you've united your forces, especially against this uh, alleged professor uh, brain, I think that uh, this uh, issue has been resolved. Um, uh, but I want to check in. Louis, do you feel like that this is a, an outcome that is uh, suitable for you? or How is your outlook at the end of this episode? My outlook is that I, I feel fixed. I oh, feel good. edified. Well, that's very good. Um, all there is left to say is summer 2025. Marmaduke starring <laughs> Pete Davidson. <laughs> what if a dog was too big for a house? And also he was, he smoked pots and his dad died. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. That, that, sounds, is that was a line. I can't tell if that's Marmaduke's story or, or Pete Davidson's story. That is wow. Okay. Storylines are crossing here. This is, that's I that now I'm very intrigued. This almost sounds like a dark brooding uh, uh take on the Marmaduke comic strip. Wow. Well, oh you look, know what? I, uh, look, Samantha, she's she's moving a little bit. See, I told you wait. she's she's not dead. Oh, do we do we have our sponsor? Do we have uh, a little uh, Samantha's Secret Service? Uh, Samantha, I can't. Oh, I don't know if we do have her. Well, uh, maybe I, she's lost her power to speak, but she's yeah. she's moving. You can see I, her chest, I, I her little chest going up and down. Oh, hello. Do we have her? Samantha. Samantha, what happened? What happened, Samantha? I, I think I, I've passed into the into the ninth realm. Wait, are, are am I talking to the ghost I, of little Samantha or I, small Samantha? Do, do you or someone you know not remember how you died? Do you need help getting information so that you can finally pass and become one with the universe? Do you need a decoy dead baby for <laughs> dead person baby reasons? And please find wherever my bones are left and send them to Dr. Fixie for 10% off your first afterlife reading. Wow, that was, I believe that was Dead Samantha's Ghost Service. Thank you very much. That was very eerie. And please, listeners out there, if you happen to find the, the, the bones of small Samantha, please do not send them to me. I feel like that's at least. <laughs> Oh my God! Find her bones, please, but don't ship them to me. I I don't know what to do with them, even if they arrive. But you know, we do have to wrap this episode up. I want to thank our sponsor, uh, uh, former I guess, uh, uh, small Samantha's Secret Service, now Dead Samantha's Ghost Service. Please uh, reach out to uh, uh, her uh, if you can and help her with her bones. Uh, thank you, Professor Shanty Bain, aka Professor Brain, uh, for gracing us. I feel like your weird uh, chef analogies were somehow helpful and beneficial in allowing uh, Louis Lang and Miss Clara Kent seeing the, the truth of their issue. Thank you. My pleasure. Of course, of course. Is there any parting words that you have, uh, Professor, uh, in, in the, the, I guess, in the, the future of this relationship? I hope it works out. Uh, that's it. Oh, really? No, no, no chef analogy for the two of them as they go forward? or No, I, I, I just know... Broken relationships when I see him. So, oh, you know, I, just, oh. I hope, I hope, I hope it, I hope it works out. Good luck. <laughs> 
Thank you, Professor uh, Bain. And uh, you know what? I, I got to say to Louis Lang, since you, you have such a wonderful outlook on life. Oh, you know what? I want us to address our th second guest. I, I, wanna, I, I don't want to do this out of order. Miss Clara Kant. Uh, is, it, is it Kant? Is it Kant? Uh, I, 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 can't, I feel like I've been pronouncing it differently every time I say it. <laughs> I, I'm not bothered, but it is Clara Kant. Oh, Clara Kant. Thank you very much. Now, uh, how do you feel about the going forward with Mr. Louis Lang? I feel like I've got a lot to work on. I'm really excited about some of the stories that we're going to have coming out. And I just have to have a maybe a, an uncomfortable conversation with James. Ah, uh, I see. Well, uh, thank you very much for being uh, on this show and for shining a light on what is indeed going on with Louis Lang. But I feel like we not only did we overcome it, but we've, we've connected you two in a way that I didn't know was possible. And with that, I got to say, Mr. Lang, you. Wait, do you have something you'd like to say, Mr. Lang, before I deliver my famous catchphrase? I'm going to change the ad copy and then think about Marmaduke. That was just, <laughs> oh. my God. Would you like to take that again? That, that hurt my soul. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've got Summer like a 2025. Left. Summer 2025. Marmaduke starring Pete Davidson. What if a big dog was too big for his doghouse and smoked pot and had tattoos and... <laughs> Just kind of looked into a lot. Of, I mean, he was talented. He's very talented. No one's arguing that. <laughs> but just looks into a lot of shit. And you're like, wow, really? Okay. Wow. Oh, I think that's probably nice. I don't know if that was a better read, but it was certainly less worse. And with that, I got to say, Louis Lang, you have been fixed. This has been Dr. Fix Me. Today's episode is performed by Hoover Wind, Carolyn Janis. Tuxford Turner and Sean Mayer. Doctor Fix Me theme song written and performed by Allison Miller. Enjoy the show? Let us know at drfixmeshow at gmail.com. You can follow Doctor Fix Me on TikTok and Instagram at Doctor Fix Me and on Facebook at Doctor Fix Me Show. Watch live episodes of Doctor Fix Me on YouTube. Rate and review Dr. Fix Me on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your audio entertainment. Editing, production, direction, and Dr. Fix Me performed by yours truly, Michael Kim Lewis. Thank you for listening. She didn't tuck and roll. She didn't tuck and roll. What did she do? She broke an arm and a leg. She broke an arm and a leg.